0: Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football Podcast. Welcome in to the CMB Fantasy Football Podcast, guys. How's it going? Good. Great. We've got uh, Jordan is out today. He is actually currently uh, at the arena watching the Preds play.
1: Yes, uh, and they are about to start the third period. Is that right?
0: Yep, they're up two one right now, and hopefully um the fact that we're recording this will bring them some good luck. Uh is Terry Pace with him at the Preds game? That's my question. Oh
1: man. No. If he No, no I, way. Yeah, no I don't way. think he is, but if he was, I would hope that Jordan would be sending us videos. I don't I don't think T P can emotionally handle that.
0: I was gonna say, do you think T P is one of the guys that will only watch from his living room like, oh my recliner's the best seat in the house? Yes,
2: he probably invented that position. I would say so. All
0: right. Well, this is, uh, so we got Brian and we have Zach and Rish. I don't know where Rish is at.
1: Yeah, I have no idea. Am I?
0: He's probably hanging out with Roderick Henderson right now. (laughs) Uh, We'll we'll get to that later. Um, So episode number 49, um, guys, it was tough today to find famous number
1: 49s. So I don't have anybody. I have no idea. I, um,
0: I did a little research. Uh, the most famous 49 I could find was Julius peppers who okay. had the number 49 in college. Oh, wow. At, at hmm. UNC, at UNC. So for, for, for football or basketball for football. Oh, that okay. was good. Yeah. Uh, In the NBA, this was interesting, only two players in history have worn the number 49.
2: Well, you know why that is, don't you? Why is that? That's because they really don't like players to wear any jersey numbers that are above a four or five, so that when referees go to the scores table, put their hands Ah. up to say this person, this foul's on this person, they can use just each of their hands at the same time and that be that instead of having to go four and then all ten, you know, nine of their fingers oh, okay. say none. Ah. Oh, so right. that's kind of so why yeah. they do it like that. Got it. You
0: learn something. You learn something on this podcast. Okay. So Shannon Anderson and Mel McCants were like, forget you refs. Who? I've or, never heard of Mel McCants. Or they just never got in the game that much, and it didn't matter what number they were. So I remember Shannon Anderson.
2: He played for the Jazz when when Jordan was beating up on him. Oh, yeah.
0: Right, right. And he was a reserve for the Heat like in 06, and that was the last time he played, so. Wow. Um Tim Wakefield was the M L B player that I had. Um and and then I wrote Joe Montana. Get it? Because
2: he's don't. a forty niner.
0: Wow. There it is. Yep. <laughs> it's you gotta start with a little cheese to start the podcast yep, here. It's it's pretty, that's
1: pretty richer uh, quality. Yeah, it was. Yes. Yeah,
0: well then good. If I c if I can throw some Risher quality comedy into this without Richer being here. I'm happy, yeah, so uh speaking of happy, we found something out that we just weren't aware of, I think last week, and that's that Zach, you found out that Rob Gaw actually listens to the podcast.
1: yes, um I'm not sure if everybody saw this or not in the uh, Facebook group, but um, I forgot what was the topic. Somebody said something about fake news. I can't remember what it was in the last podcast, but I said it's oh. Cribs, about Cribs retiring, saying it was fake news. And I said, it's not fake news, just official now. Sad sad times for Rob Gall. Rob Gall comes back and says, best ever about uh, Cribs. And then he says, on the podcast that I never listened to, you forgot to mention Cribs is the man. And um, so it is official that Cribs has retired. And we have brought Rob Gall into the, the podcast this week. Rob, are you there? Here Dwayne. Rob, how are uh how are things going uh with the news of Cribs retiring?
3: You know, it is sad. It's sad. Sad not just to me, but the whole league. One of the best <laughs> best players to ever play. Do you still have
1: the jersey that you won uh that you won the year that you won the championship? Yes I do. Do you plan on holding on to that jersey? Uh of course. Oh, okay. All right. Can we expect to see you in this jersey at the draft?
3: Well, I'd love to be at the draft, except that conference seems oh. to always be on Labor Day weekend.
1: Okay. Um breaking news. So, what is the uh what is the plan for the draft for you this year?
3: Well, um I mean uh Me and Jeff have decided to uh, team up and be one team. Wait a minute. Hold
0: on. Hold on. Is this real?
1: Is this really happening? It is. It's true. This is happening. It's happening. This is is 100% true. Jeff, are you there?
3: Yep. Right here, Jeff.
1: Jeff, can you confirm the news that Rob just broke to the podcast?
3: I can't confirm it. It is fact. Oh, my. Suggs, okay. what
1: is your reaction?
0: Wait. here's This is my reaction. We needed something big for episode number 50, and you guys just stole it for episode 49. <laughs> this this was it. That was this, it. That was the breaking news this that we
1: needed. This is the 13th year of the CMB uh, F- Fantasy Football League, and Rob has been there since day one, I believe. Is that right, Rob? Yep, day one. And you are you are now joining up after Jeff wins the championship.
0: Ooh. Oh wow. That's true. It's, it's gets, just like a Kevin Durant thing going to the better
1: God, better is, team. This is great. So uh so walk us through how did this happen? What was the conversation like? Where were you guys?
3: Well uh When I found out my yearly conference is going to be probably on Labor Day every single time, and the draft is going to be on Labor Day every single time, Uh, I hated to have Jeff draft for two teams every single year. So, uh, to be fair to everybody who can make the draft, uh, just decided to join up and become one team. Who, uh,
1: Who brought this up, Jeff? Was it you or Rob?
3: Well, I happened to see him in the driveway. Just a coincidence. We were coming and going at the same time. And I knew this was going I to be driveway right, talk.
1: A, I knew it. I knew it. I just knew it. All
3: right. It was a four word conversation, something like Rob's three words were want to join teams, and my one word was sure. <laughs> that, that was the extent of it. <laughs>
1: and, and that was that. The rest is history, right? I,
3: I did want to mention I had to turn down somewhere between zero and three other offers from league members to join
1: this year. Oh wow! Oh well, okay. Wow, zero and three. Okay. It was zero. It was zero. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well.
0: <laughs> All right. So uh, who's gonna who's gonna decide the team name? And have you already decided
3: it? Yeah, we're we're um, gonna gonna leave it simple. Techmo Power Runners. Oh, oh, I,
0: like, I it. like it. I like it. Okay. Um, I, I, can, I can see the graphic in my head now already. I like this. Uh, Rob, what what kind of contribution are you going to make to the draft strategy being away?
3: Draft strategy, we've, we've talked about it a little bit already, kind of where we like to take certain positions uh, early or later on. Okay. So... We'll talk about different strategies for that.
2: Wow. I anticipate uh, Jeff obviously taking some more uh, kick and punt returners. <laughs> it's possible.
3: It's possible.
0: <laughs> well, Rob, one positive for you is you will never have to worry about staying up to look on the waiver wire. Uh, Jeff will take care <laughs> of that for you. He'll take care of the pickups for you. Um, you should be good to go.
1: What is th- what is the chance that uh Chase joins you guys at some times and brings all the gals together?
3: Uh we've not been in contact with Chase since um the end of the season, so we'll uh we'll we'll have to have to see what he thinks.
2: Okay. I I think I think that really depends on which Chase we're getting. Are we getting the uh pre-New York mm. Chase or the post-New York Chase? The post-New not... York Chase is a loose cannon.
0: Yeah, and the other one you may not want on your team or around your team. So
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, luck uh, is, is not on his side.
3: But um we'll we'll leave that open for now. <laughs>
1: All right, well guys, um thanks for joining us and and breaking that news to the league. That is uh definitely some some big time news. And uh we will see you guys at the pre-draft
3: meeting. Uh, yes. Yeah,
1: All right, thanks guys. Thanks. Yeah.
0: Wow. Wow. All right. Zach, did you know? Oh, did
1: absolutely. You already know. Yes, absolutely. Rob texted me. Uh, let me tell you exactly here. And this was completely out of the blue when he texted me. Uh, he texted me. He says, me and Jeff are going to team up in fantasy this year. I won't be able <laughs> to make the draft. This conference has been on Labor Day week in the past two years and probably will continue to be. Wow. I mean – just out of the blue. So um, so
0: so that means we have an opening.
1: We do. And it is. Uh, I already have the manager who is going to fill in. Uh, we had to act quickly uh, so they okay. could go ahead and start prepping. Um, do you want me to save it for episode 50 or should I just go ahead and announce who it is?
0: I don't know, Brian. What do you think? I think
2: we should
1: save it for 50 and get him to call in. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Let's save it for 50. So but you're uh, gonna
0: tell me you're gonna tell me when we end the podcast, right? Possibly, possibly.
1: Yeah. If we don't lose connection somehow, but yeah, that's possible. <laughs> Especially <laughs> with you on Frontier.
0: Well, right now I'm on Verizon. Oh, okay. I'm using my data. Oh, okay. So. All right. Yeah, for, forget you, Frontier. Yeah. Um. So, all right. Well, let's move into some discussion topics. But man, I don't. We could almost wrap it up right there.
1: That yep. was big. That's some big news.
0: Ah, uh, speaking of draft, um, we're discussing a potential move to a new draft location.
1: Yes. Uh, do you want to expand on that? I guess since I, I guess Suggs brought that up to me was the possibility of us moving the draft still at college side, but going to the gym um, because yeah, of the improvements yeah. that they've had in there with the uh, projector and so forth.
0: Yeah, we've had uh, some pretty significant upgrades with technology in the gym. Uh, We've put in a a new um, laser projector and some new sound, and it really gives us the potential. We can dim the lights in the gym, which would be cool. Uh, It really gives us the potential to seat all the tables around this new screen and give every table a microphone, which will be really good for Jeff Gall. My wife is very excited about that. (laughs) <laughs> um, that a microphone would be in place for him for the draft. And uh, we tested the draft board on the screen. You came by the other day. It looked pretty good, didn't it?
1: Yeah, um, it did look good. It was, I mean, it's a uh, very big screen. So there would only be one screen right in the middle. And I would imagine we would just have the table set up fairly close to the screen, right? And uh, Yeah. So, yeah, I spent, uh, I've spent way too much of the
2: last two Joe Roberts lessons. Uh, actually imagining what the draft
1: <laughs> setup would look like in there. So but, how do you, uh, have it, yeah, how seeing, you have it imagined?
2: I'm seeing I, I don't think that we would be want to be more than a couple of tables uh deep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple of tables uh away from the screen yeah. on the gym uh-huh. floor. So I think we just spread them out. We'd probably have eight tables, uh maybe maybe twelve tables. Uh, that should be plenty for everybody. Everybody is able to spread out and have plenty of room. We'll have the food right there, uh, behind everyone. The kitchen is close as well. Uh, not just one bathroom, so you don't have to go all the way to the bathrooms behind the baptistry if somebody's, you know, dropping a deuce, <laughs> and or use the girls' bathroom, which is always uh, a risk with <laughs> Angela and sometimes other people's wives <laughs> running around. That's true. So. Uh yeah, I like the idea of it. It's it's not quite as cozy as Teenside, but I, I think uh certainly what you're talking about, Matt, with the the microphone idea and everybody being a little more clear uh on who was drafted, maybe this will prevent some of the if you want to call them risherisms at the draft. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you used Risher there. Um the sound system is much improved, so I think it'll be clear for everybody to hear. Um I like the idea of the food being in there. I like the idea of everything being together. And we can try it for one year and if we hate it, we'll go back. Um another thing that we are we are working on that I'm almost confident will be improved is we are about to um switch our internet provider. Oh,
2: thank and the really, Lord.
0: Really upgrade the internet. <laughs>
2: at college so, side. There. so Okay, I think good. Yeah. I think that we're was... going
0: to uh we're going to Twin Lakes, the fiber optic. Oh, excellent. Oh, nice. Yeah. Excellent news. Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, Charles, Charles has been working on um, why the Internet always overloads when like six phones get in the church building. And um, he's on it, man. I think I think we're going to we're going to be solid on Internet this year. So
1: That's good. That's what good. I was going to ask that about the Internet, because it's always terrible when we're playing uh, basketball in there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I definitely like the closeness of team side. I feel like it's perfect, you know, for mm-hmm. what we do and just having the kitchen in there to kind of go back to. But um, I'm up for trying this if everybody wanted to do it for sure to give it a shot and see how it goes.
0: Well, I've already booked it. So it's, it's there. It's waiting on us. Is it on the calendar? It is. It is officially on the calendar. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, I started doing that. Well, it's, it's always been on the calendar since I've been at college side. I kind of took that over. And uh, I, we, it does say Campbell Ball Fantasy Football Draft on the church calendar, so it may not officially say that right now. It may just say my name, but but I'll put it on there just just so we can enjoy that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that'll be interesting.
0: Uh, yep. Um, do we need to talk about the pre the difference in the pre draft meeting location? Do you want to talk about that? I think we might have mentioned it last week or last month on the podcast, but
1: yeah. Yeah, basically, if you guys are not here, uh, in the past we've done the pre-draft meeting at Camelball, and then last year we had the fiasco of trying to Facetime people in and just a total disaster. Um, so what we're going to do this year is just do it all online, and we'll do go-to meeting how we're doing the podcast right now, and uh, you guys can call in or just click a link and uh, have if you have a webcam we can all see each other and uh, just do the pre-draft meeting that way. It should be super easy and. And basically there's no excuse for nobody to uh be a part of it, you know, as long as they can. So uh it should be good. Yeah, especially with the phone calls because you know, you may not be able to
2: be around internet or in Suggs's case tonight, quality internet. But
0: <laughs> My case it, there's, Yeah, there's
2: uh there's not many excuses for not being able to call in for you know the few minutes it's gonna take us to go over
0: mm-hmm. uh
2: any proposed rule changes. And to do the draw for the draft selections,
1: yeah, uh, where you're going to be picking out of the hat. So, yeah, and we um, are trying to make it faster this year. You know, so we're it won't be one of those things where you just you show up and everybody just blindly throws out topics. Like I've said before, we're just going to have a max of five things that we'll vote on um, okay. as far as scoring or rule changes. That's it, and then we will go over the draft order, um, and then just kind of we'll be done after that. So. Uh, hopefully, we'll be a lot more organized this year.
0: Would there be any value of actually podcasting our pre-draft meeting?
1: Uh, I think the, I think it wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, in case you just wanted to listen to it again, I don't think that's a bad idea at all. It's super easy.
0: Yeah, we could throw that on there.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. it's a good Maybe idea. I like it
0: for all of the listeners that aren't in our league. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to move on to some NFL news? Got a couple couple things.
1: Yeah, what do you got?
0: Uh, first thing they released, was it last week? Uh, the Madden cover for this year.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Which was Tom Brady. How do you feel about that guys?
1: No, thanks. Is how I feel about that. Uh, you really? saw, you saw what happened to Gronk and now they're going for the head of the snake. Uh, that could be, <laughs> that could be Bill Belichick, but basically, I mean, I don't want any part of of Tom Brady. Uh, he's cursed. Whoever takes him, just ask Pace. He had Gronk last year. Yeah, that well, Gronk is always hurt
2: though, in one way or another. Uh, and if anybody can just say, you know, throw his fists up at the Madden curse, it'd be Tom Brady because that guy he he does not care.
0: How do you think Roger so. Goodell feels about Tom Brady on the Madden cover?
1: Um.
0: I feel like he's secretly very satisfied about the potential <laughs> yeah. for Tom Brady to go down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It uh, It's definitely going to be it, – it, it, this is so bizarre because, I mean, everybody's touting him as one of the greatest of all times – or of all time, and, I mean, like he is. Um, and it's crazy that somebody of, you know, as good as he is, is on the cover of a video game. Jordan would never have that.
2: Oh, he was playing at least.
1: Yeah. We well, had Jordan
2: versus Bird, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That, that was it. So this is this is uh the ultimate test in my opinion, right here. So <laughs>
0: um yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm I don't I i do not i do not know if I believe in the curse or not, but every year that I say I don't believe in it, it it rears its ugly head again. So mm-hmm. um speaking of curse, Ryan Richers. Um, some of his – oh, the Preds just scored. Hey, 3-1. Three, 3-1. One. Three, one. Uh, throw that out there. 3-1 Preds, 17 minutes to go. I bet Jordan is going crazy. Um, speaking of going crazy, Ryan Risher. Uh, can I just read the tweet
1: yeah that he tweeted? Is that yes. okay? Yes.
0: Uh, there was, there was uh, at 94 underscore ghost, which is Roderick <laughs> Henderson. Risher tweets him and says – at 94 underscore ghost. Titan fan here. I was hoping <laughs> we would draft you. I will be cheering for you in camp. Welcome to Tennessee.
1: Oh, man.
0: And he responded, yes, sir. Thanks. And then I think on the podcast <laughs> last month, Brian, you were on there. Didn't Risher tout Roderick Henderson, how excited he was? Oh, this
2: this was the guy he went on and on about, about how much he loved. <laughs> but this is one of the guys we was hoping we'd draft him. We picked him up in – in free agency, I think he's going to make the team. I think he's even going to be part of the rotation. I think oh, he's going to be a great gosh. nose tackle for us. And then this happens,
0: and he <laughs> he gets cut. He gets cut mm. pretty much before any workouts begin. So yes,
1: oh uh, man. So but,
0: congratulations, Rish, on that. But I, I, were was gonna
1: telling, say, I was telling, I was Rich, you know, it's not that bad. I bought a Tyrone Calico jersey, so I mean. You know, he didn't make any money. I still got my calico jersey, kind of like, kind of how Rob has Cribs, but Cribs was a lot better. But uh, my calico jersey is like a a large; it's humongous, and uh, I still have it. I still have it.
0: Is this I the think... reason why? Is this the reason why you always go to personalized jerseys now?
1: Yes. Yes. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, that and uh, Francoeur. I'm just done. So it's all personalized jerseys from here, or they're blank on the back. You know, if it's a baseball Jersey
0: or a legend, like they're retired, they're yeah. out.
1: If you know, they're yeah. Legend. Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. That's what I did with our last Jersey. I got a Montana Jersey from San Francisco just because I know that that, that one's not going to go away. Yeah. That one's not going to be one that's a sore spot
1: anytime yeah. soon. Yeah. Who did you do before Like a throwback CJ Jersey. Yes. That wasn't, yes, that wasn't a good CJ. idea. So do you have a Jersey that uh, you're embarrassed about Suggs?
0: Um you know I mean the year I won the league I got the Mark Ingram jersey and for a couple of years that seemed like a terrible idea and he he turned out to be okay He's all right, I, don't yeah. gonna, I don't know what's going to I don't know what's going to happen to him now but that was kind of being with Alabama stuff? wasn't it Uh well I got the Saints jersey it was right oh, You got the Saints jersey. I don't remember Yeah that. it was his rookie year I was just uh I was celebrating Mark Ingram a little bit but um yeah I mean even even getting a legends jersey I guess that's the only thing that could backfire is if, you know, Joe Montana, if some crazy Bill Cosby like story comes out about Joe Montana and then just taints everything that he has um, accomplished.
1: Speaking of uh, um, Mark Ingram, and I guess we will touch on this stuff a lot, a lot more going forward, but what do you think about the situation now in new Orleans with Ingram and uh, AP?
0: Man, uh, that's, that is a, uh, that's a complicated backfield now. Uh, I'm gonna, I was going to look up the entire backfield that they have. Brian, what are your thoughts on it?
2: Yeah, I think we discussed it a little bit uh, on the last podcast when we were talking mm-hmm. about uh, the drafting stuff. And, and uh, I, I definitely do think it's got, I, underst- I don't quite understand yet what the, everybody's role is going to be. Uh, because because it seems like Mark Ingram and Adrian Peterson are going to feel very much the same between-the-tackles type role. Uh, Kamara, obviously, is your pass-catching option, but uh, I don't know. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I almost feel like they're insurance for each other. I mean, I think that it's almost like they're conceding that, hey, the the Ducks just scored, by the way, 3-2. I think they're conceding that one of them's not going to be healthy And I think they're planning for that. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's how it feels. Currently they have Ingram listed as the number one on the depth chart. Then Adrian Peterson, then Kamara, and then a couple other guys. But, um, I don't know. It's interesting.
1: Yeah. It'll be fun to dig into that. All the topics like that, moving forward.
0: You guys have any other NFL thoughts or news? Um, about what's going on right now or what you've seen lately?
1: Not off the top of my head, I just know, uh, aren't they trying to get uh, Marshawn Lynch? Did Marshawn Lynch sign or not?
0: Did yeah, he he's it? a Raider, right?
1: He's officially a Raider? I'm not
2: yeah,
0: sure. Yeah, that's official. Brian, is that official?
1: I thought that was official. Okay. They quit talking about it, so I assumed yeah, it was I official. I guess it's official. Sure, yeah, yeah that'll be okay. interesting to watch. See if he's his number
0: that. twenty, his NFL shop has his number twenty-four jersey for sale. It's right official,
1: Yeah, it's, it's official. official. Right. Uh,
0: um. So wanted to go over, just maybe get you guys thoughts on one thing I saw about ten hours ago. FantasyPros.com released, and we may have done this before. I don't know, uh, but they released their ten commandments of fantasy football. So, I thought talking to uh talking to you guys h and f about this may be appropriate. Uh, I just thought I'd read over this and just ask your comments on it. So these are the ten things that you must do to have a successful fantasy football team. okay, are we ready?
1: Yes, fire away.
0: number one, thou shalt know thy league settings and rules.
2: yes, maybe most important for our league, yeah.
0: What settings and rules do you think in our league are most pivotal to understand before you draft?
2: Hmm. Hmm. Well, I think our scoring setup is, other than the the kick and the punt returns, which is not a huge part of it, our scoring, our offensive scoring setups are pretty standard. So, uh, if you understand what a PPR league is, which my goodness, I hope everybody in our league understands that. Yeah, then sure. you it should be pretty straightforward. Our quarterback scoring is always kind of a little bit fishy, but um ours isn't too crazy, but quarterback scoring can get a little bit weird. Right. Uh but the IDPs is our IDPs are, are definitely different than what mm-hmm. I don't even really know what a standard IDP scoring system is. I mean, it, yeah. that's just one. If your league has IDPs, you need to look pretty in-depth at at what that scoring is.
0: And it's even hard to research IDPs um, because a lot of sites just kind of ignore the fact that IDPs exist. So you kind of have to do some digging to prepare for that. Another thing that makes the PPR interesting in our league is um, is the amount of players that we start. And I think you have to know that too. You have to understand the the difference in the wide receivers and the running backs and and how many we start. Because wide receivers are a premium in our league, probably more than most.
1: Yeah, because we don't have a flex spot in our league. Um so having that third wide receiver spot uh, with no flex definitely puts uh, a little more emphasis on, on knowing, you know, that we have three starting wide receivers.
0: Yeah, you don't want to get too uh, too cute about it, though. Last year, I, I got a little wide receiver crazy in the draft and got in trouble. So.
1: Remember when you drafted D'Angelo Williams in the sixth round?
0: It's
1: a great pick. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that could have gone right up there with Richer's tweet. <laughs> um, number two, <laughs> thou shalt play out the entire season. Um says, no matter how great you are at playing fantasy football, there's always seasons where it just isn't working out for you. Your studs have battled injuries. Every team you play against has the high score of the week. By week 10, you're out of the running. But it's your responsibility to play out the season. guys. Have you ever seen a situation where somebody didn't play out the season in our league?
1: Um, A long time ago. Um, we had somebody that quit or I can't even remember. Like, but, I mean, like
0: quit setting their lineup, like quit.
1: Yes. Quit. Yeah. We kicked him out of the league and um, I haven't heard from him again. And uh, yeah, so – this group that we have right now, I think everybody understands that and and respects that. We haven't had an issue with that in a very long time.
0: I mean, would you say that Jake flirted with the line a little bit last year? Like he he got really close. Would with you say fire that?
1: cell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got he got pretty close with the fire cell, but uh, he kept his lineup going. And um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we addressed the the fire cell, and hopefully, you know, that won't happen in the future.
0: Because the reality is that the fact that you keep playing d- w- could determine who else makes the playoffs, and that's why it's so right. important.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah, put up the most competitive lineup.
0: Number three, thou shalt do mock drafts. Says it's the best preparation you can do without question. Guys, how do you feel about mock drafts?
1: Um, I think that they're good, but, I mean, it's it's really tough to prepare for the real deal, and especially our league. Um mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with IDPs and stuff like that. uh, It's kind of, kind of why I like it. You know, it's just, uh, it's unique.
2: I think mock drafts are good for getting comfortable being on the clock. Yeah. And good point. I think for our league, kind of like Zach was saying, it's not so good for getting an idea of where guys are going to go because our leagues just don't work out like that. Mm -hmm. Parts because of IDPs and then, You've got a lot of personalities in our group where people, yeah. they, they really like a guy and you know they're going to take a guy, and then they take a guy maybe earlier than he should go, or I mean, should, in quotation marks, according to some mm. odd graphs that you do. We take guys earlier than they should go. But uh, they, they're good preparation just for getting comfortable with uh, being on the clock, which I'm looking at you, Ryan Risher. Yeah. especially, And, and we're not –
1: Go ahead, Zach. I was just going to say, especially with us being a bunch of Titans fans too, I mean, if you're doing a mock <laughs> draft, if you could pick maybe a Titan-heavy uh, fan base mock draft, then uh, maybe that would help us out some. But, I mean, we reached for Tajay Sharp last year. That blew up in our face. Mm-hmm. and I can't imagine yeah. how high Corey Davis is going to go if that guy's healthy.
0: No doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I think that being used to the clock is, is a good thing because we're not flippant in our league either. Like, we're pretty serious about – I mean, if you if you miss the deadline of your of your time, somebody's going to pick behind you. People are going to be ready. Oh yeah. And, um, there's a lot of leagues where people get real lazy, and you just keep waiting and waiting and waiting. That is not our league at all. So yeah, so yeah for sure. Uh, number four, thou shalt respond to all trade offers respectfully. Speaking of respectfully, the Ducks just scored three. Oh. 3 um, Oh man. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry sorry to break that to you. Uh, never let a trade sit there. It's okay if you need to take time to think it over, but let the other owner know that you're considering it and you'll respond. And if you do respond, don't be insulting. How do you feel about that?
2: Uh, I feel like for the most part, uh, our league is is good about not being insulting or rude. Um, and Zach can speak more, Zach can certainly speak more on the, uh, responding to trade offers because uh, another thing about our league, a lot of our trade offers aren't done through the system. They're done through a text message
3: or something along those lines. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. uh, That's the main thing is, you know, um, you know, with text, just be sure to, to reply back. And if somebody sends you one, just don't let it sit there. Like you mentioned earlier and you know, like Yahoo has the option to write a note and I think that if you reject the trade and you don't you don't communicate with the owner that sent it, um, you should at least type something in that box. Uh, yeah, I like I mean, that. Even so if it's something like, "No, I just don't want to trade with yes. you." Yes,
2: yeah. that's better than like that's just rejecting for no reason at all.
0: Yeah, you say that like H and F's heard that before. No, mm. we,
1: just a couple times. You know. Yeah, yeah. Just a couple. Um,
0: yeah, and if you if you are interested in making a trade, make a counter offer.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Just
0: make a counteroffer.
1: Um, all right,
0: let's zip through a couple of these really quick because they're draft related. Thou shalt draft loads of running back and wide receiver depth. Um, I think we could we could talk through that a lot going into the draft. Uh, number six, I like this one. Thou shalt never draft a kicker before the last round.
1: Eh, we have absolutely. a lot of rounds though, and I mean, absolutely. So. Um,
2: <laughs> I, I mean, not, I don't understand when I see kickers go early. I don't, I don't understand it at all, because there's just there's not that much differentiation in them.
0: And there's and a there is a high probability that the kicker you draft will not be your kicker by the end of the season.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, probably if you, almost if you 100%. Get the, chance. If you get a good kicker, though, that's a very nice bonus to have for sure.
0: It just seems like you never know who that's going to be. From year yeah. to year. I mean, there's a couple guys, but it's hard. Number seven, remember your waiver wire day and keep it holy. I don't know.
2: Um, Our, yeah. Ours should be more like uh, watch the games like a hawk, a.k.a. Jeff Goff.
0: <laughs> right. True. And Rob's going to be excited about that. Great. Thou shalt not overreact to one great early season
1: performance. That's, or, that's probably
0: one we could talk about.
1: Or being at a game and seeing Kendall Wright catch some passes.
0: I gonna, Ooh, I was I was about to mention that. I was
1: gonna <laughs> I was gonna say that. Uh, I got very excited that day. I you
0: thought, did. I thought i Yeah, I thought it was gold. Uh, can you think of a player that that that's a perfect example of that, other than my Kendall Wright story, um, that you guys have had or?
1: Yeah. Um, on up or? I feel like there was somebody maybe. Two years ago, and they had a ton of receptions. Brian, who was it? We were we were even thinking about him, too, and we said, keep an eye on him if he starts catching. And he caught, like, I don't know, double-digit passes. And he went off, and then after that, it was over. I mean, he did nothing else. And that was in week one. Mm. So, I mean, year, it does one happen. Guys,
0: one of the guys last year that this mentioned was Sammy Coates. Yeah. Steelers. He had like a he had an amazing week five game. Then people picked him up and started him, and he never did anything. So um, yeah, that's that's one that you can get bid on easy. And some of these guys like Jeff. I mean, you, Jeff's got to be really careful because he'll do that quickly.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: See a guy has a big game, picks him up super fast. Everybody gets mad because they missed him, and then he doesn't do anything. So yeah. number nine, thou shalt not get too cute in your start sit decisions. And it's specifically talking about um if you have uh, a stud that's unlikely to play and then is miraculously active on game day, but maybe limited, you shouldn't feel compelled to start him. Um JJ JJ Nelson was one that it mentions
1: um from last year. Yeah. So and then
0: yeah. number 10, thou shalt always remember that it's just a game.
1: Yeah. Uh, Expanding off of number nine, that's just, that's super, super tough. I mean, sometimes um, your stud is going up against an elite defense or he's just been terrible, you know, for so many games in a row and you've got this uh, waiver wire pickup who's been on fire, you know, Um, that's just, I don't know. Sometimes those are very, very tough decisions, so.
0: Um, yeah, sorry. The, there was a really close shot on the Prince game. I'm, oh. st- I'm staring. Uh, um, yeah, it's a good thing I'm not. Right, yeah, so that's it, what I was doing too. Yeah, it is a good game right now. Um, oh my oh. goodness!
1: Shoot. Oh man, uh, I bet mean, TP is just beside himself right now. Should we call him should, right now?
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> he would cuss on the phone <laughs> if he picked up. Can we call? Can we call Susan? And just ask her to hold the phone up to Terry.
1: Um, speaking of that Susan, would, I, I oh no, <laughs> I bet Pace is like, oh gosh, he yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Pace. Um, today, I was uh, on the Camelball Instagram account posting, and somehow I clicked on the stories up there, and it just started auto them. And I had no idea that Camelball or that Terry Pace has an Instagram in the first place. Um, and right. then he had, he had a story and it was a boomerang <laughs> of, of Susan. <laughs> and she's just, she's sitting there looking oh. at her phone. And the only thing moving are her fingers over and over again, touching the phone. That's it. That was uh TP's boomerang. It that's, was, it was beautiful. Perfect. It was just art.
0: That's perfect. Yeah. Um, all right, real quick. And then I guess we're ready to wrap it up. We'll do tweet of the week. Um, Gary Grambling from Monday Morning Quarterback released his Fantasy Football Top 100 today, uh, which is extremely early to do something like that. Uh, I want to name these names really quick, and I just want you guys to say, yeah, that makes sense, or no, that's dumb, okay? Okay. And that's it, okay?
1: Yeah.
0: Number one, David David Johnson. Yeah. Zeke Elliott.
1: Okay, as long as he doesn't get arrested. Yeah, exactly. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, yes. Number four, Melvin Gordon.
2: Not so sure about that yeah, one. Yeah, it's kind of, I don't know. A little I mean, he, he had a great year last year, but, um, you know, we were expecting it for a long time, and uh, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm not sure if he falls back to earth or what. Even They made a lot of offensive improvements, though. Yeah, he could be a good pickup. We'll see.
0: Number five, Antonio Brown.
2: Uh, he'd be higher with mine. He's a dud.
0: <laughs> Number six, Jordan Howard.
2: Uh, I worry about idea. sophomore slump.
0: Yeah. Uh that that one that one's weird to me. Number seven, Odell Beckham Jr.
2: So until Julio. I'm Julio's number yeah. eight. Yeah, yeah i are I'm questioning
1: about Julio. Yeah.
0: Number nine number nine's LaShawn McCoy.
1: Mm. Eh. Sounds like you guys
0: are really excited to draft him. Number yeah. ten, Mike Evans.
1: Yeah, probably,
0: yeah. All right, just five more. Jordy Nelson, number 11. That one's interesting to me.
1: Yeah. High. He could really have a bounce back here. Yeah. Do you remember last year when he was like, people were saying he was done and he was almost droppable? I mean, was that not last year? I think so. Yeah, I, think I think so. It was. He, was. he was just really terrible and all of a sudden he turned it on. So he had a good season.
0: Number 12 was T.Y. Hilton.
1: If you can stay Colts. healthy.
0: 13 is Joe Mixon.
2: That is an interesting uh, um, one, because I think you could have a really great year, but uh, this is a rookie, and you have no idea what kind of situation and workload he's going to get. I have to see a whole lot more before I'm willing to put him as the number 13 potential fantasy player.
1: Yeah.
0: Number 14 is A.J. Green.
1: If he can stay healthy.
0: And number 15, and we'll stop there, is Jay Ajayi. Kevin can
1: have him. Yeah.
0: Kevin, Kevin can have him?
1: Yeah. yeah. Is J.H.I. J. Right. Is Kiko?
0: Maybe. And
2: Maybe. why are they always dolphins? Well, Kiko, why, I guess that's why I thought that. that.
0: Kevin didn't start his Kiko infatuation when Kiko was a dolphin, right?
2: Yeah, I guess he was in uh, he was Philly, or was he in Buffalo? He Buffalo, Buffalo. He was an
0: Eagle. I think it was both.
2: It was definitely he to Philly too. I think he tore his ACL when he was in Philly, didn't he? Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, all
1: uh, is that what this lulls yeah, about?
0: Yeah, we're, we're, yeah. Another more dead air uh, yeah. on the podcast. Let's do tweet of the week and then we'll watch the last seven minutes, um, off of the podcast. Yes. That.
1: Yes. So,
0: Zach, I would like for you to share your
1: tweet of the week. Yes. Um, Antonio, the, okay. <laughs> Antonio Cromartie is having his 14th child and his <laughs> third kid since having a vasectomy. Um, I just, I can only think of Sean Kemp in this scenario. This is basically <laughs> more of a shout out to Jake and his fandom for Sean Kemp. Um, I would not be surprised at all. At all, for Jake Sandifer to take Antonio Cromartie with this noose, um, that would be something that Jake would do. Uh, Fourteen kids, third since the vasectomy. I, I'm I'm sure right. Sean Kim still hasn't beat though.
0: Ryan Richard posted a tweet on our text thread that said Antonio Cromartie now has more kids than Blake Bortles has wins in his career. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey. It has to be true. I mean, that's, oh. you, you just can't make that stuff up.
1: Oh, man.
0: And uh, with that being said, I think I think we can wrap it up with that.
1: Yep. There you think. 40,
0: number 49 in the books.
1: Ra- wrap it up with that. that Come on. bad choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. All, All right. right well. number, 49,
0: number 49 in the books, number 50 on the way, and we're going to hear who the new member of the uh, league is.
1: 50th episode podcast, we are looking right? for sponsorships if anybody wants to sponsor this next episode it's going to be huge
0: well you know we mentioned crossfit 2237 uh, with with rob on the phone and he there was silence
1: yeah there was nothing from rob so uh we're still here rob um you got my number you know you can text if you feel like sponsoring so <laughs> All Should right, be brian final thoughts though. number 50
2: uh yeah, looking forward to, to number 50, finding out who this new person in our league is, yeah. seeing uh, who among us is going to try to get it's It's kind of like this whole thing is uh, the Campbell Cam- Ball Message Board Fantasy Football League is, is like an episode of, or a season of Survivor where everybody kind of forms teams and <laughs> I see, like who, see who joins, tries to oh, recruit yeah. this new person into their uh, – little group of uh, people that they trade with and people that they say, no, don't trade with them.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, A lot of intrigue. Let me ask this just so we don't have to have Antonio Camardi be the closing thought. (laughs) Rob, Rob and Jeff kicked off the show by combining teams. Guys, what's the value of having two people on your team?
1: Um. I think it's great because you're always able to bounce ideas off of each other. You know, uh, Brian and I definitely do not agree all the time on stuff. But, uh, you know, it's always interesting to hear somebody else's point of view, especially when we're uh, making lineup decisions and, and trade offers and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of value in it for sure. Better to have two. And it's always than good. One.
2: Yeah, it's always good to have. It's nice when you are teamed with a person who, uh, has a different set of skills than you do, and Zach and I have different strengths, and so each of us is able to use our strength to uh, combine together to form uh, one perennial powerhouse. That's
0: well, right. you see how the se- how the season played out last year, and all the all the two-man teams uh, weren't bottom feeding with Jake and I down there. No, um, they were. You know, the Almond brothers, I think it was better for them. Ross definitely had a better year having Reed with him. Um, you guys are strong Ooh, together. Gold. Jay and Jay are always strong together. Yes, Pred scored. Yes, Pred scored. I'm oh. way behind you, Brian. Yes. That's you were like,
1: Brian, you must be about five seconds ahead of me.
0: Yeah, me too. Hey, that's
1: Directv for you. Cable. You know, oh, you're me. cable. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and Zach and I are Directv. That's should we call
1: true. Pace right now? Do you think you pick up? Probably not. He, probably wouldn't he hear would it. not pick up. Yeah. he wouldn't pick up. But no. yeah, so how many He should pick up though.
0: He knows. He knows
2: the podcast is right now. He knows we would want to hear from it.
1: <laughs> you want to try it? Even if we can't hear him, it'll just be a lot of screaming. I just, I don't know how to pull it off right now with what we're doing, unless he wanted to call that number. Oh, that's true. So yeah. probably not worth the effort. But uh, All right. so how many this, how many teams do we have now in our league? Does this make how five? How many different
2: people teams that have teamed up? You mean?
1: Yes. So we've got us, we've got Jay and Jacob, Ross and the Reed, Almond brothers, brothers, Jeff and Rob. That's five. So I think that's so it. So who right are
0: now. the who are the solo teams left? You got Rich, me, Jordan, Jake,
1: Kevin, Greg. Yep. And Chase and yeah. Chase. So,
0: so who else needs to team up?
1: I don't know. Somebody needs to make an announcement for number fifty.
0: <clears throat> Sugs and Pace. Collusion.
1: <clears throat> Collusion.
2: That's.
1: I don't think it's gonna happen, guys. Oh man, I hate to break yeah, you. guys guys drifted
2: apart. What's yeah. going on there? I'm well, not,
1: you know, they're closer than on. ever, Brian. Brian, they're closer he, than he, ever. I'm not falling for this. Is this he is moved, this all a ruse? Yeah, is that, that what this is? It's just another episode of Survivor. I'm not falling for it,
0: guys. We've recorded like a ridiculously long podcast, and you haven't picked on me once until now. We get all the way to the end. The Preds score. You guys are excited. You pick on me. (laughs) Yep, basically. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Jordan moved away, and we don't we don't have lunch at uh, Bravo Cafe anymore and talk about you guys. So
1: wow. Well, I don't know. It is time to end this podcast let's use those words right. <laughs> Is so, over? Uh, yeah we'll see you guys you did, uh,
0: you next did wave that you did wave the white flag today i the, did,
1: I did yeah we'll see when we uh get it scheduled but next episode's number 50 and we number are 50 about three months away from the pre-draft meeting so uh everybody start preparing because you are already behind jeff gall We'll see you. Hey, next. Zach, I know
0: I know that you I know that you have a rental house now, but can we go and sit in that living room and record number fifty for old
1: time's sake? Uh that, that'd probably be really weird for that family that's there. <laughs> so that's about it. Yeah, probably
0: not. Alright.
1: Alright. Play the music. Alright, see you.